did it. Oh my goodness. I'm glad you had this all set up for me. <laughs> that being said, David is on the good side and I am on the bad side. Yeah, and I now the, I, I have to have the microphone literally in my mouth for yeah. him to hear what I am saying. Yeah, that particular microphone. Um, yeah, is not. Like Guess the, what? I'm going shopping tomorrow. Are you? <laughs> I'm so, buying a microphone. Yeah, so that like kind of invo- like that kind of engulfs in my little rant here that I have. Like I want to. This rant. is extremely uncomfortable. It is. It's, it's not very like that microphone's not very that seat. That microphone. Is I don't like the seat. When you said, "Do you want to switch sides?" I immediately wanted to say. No. Why? No, you're the one that suggested it. No, I said, do you want to switch microphones? I was just going to flip them. Oh, was you? Yeah. Oh, sorry. It's all right. I'm here and you're there and you're allowed to have a good day. (laughs) Okay. So uh, I guess we can, you know, ladies and gentlemen, (laughs) boys and girls, come in, listen, enjoy. It's time for Shut Up. I love you. Yeah, today's hard. Like, today's a hard love. No, I love you very much. You got mad at me because I didn't want to do a whole bunch of extra work. You're being aggressive towards me. No, that is not what happens. My name is David. I put the D in DNR, and this is Rachel. Wait a minute. Uh, The show is about (laughs) TMB, chickens, and us. Wait a minute, DMV. No, it can still be about chickens. Yeah, because chickens, that's yeah, what the issue was chicken, earlier. Yeah. yeah, we definitely had a chicken issue, and us, but uh, all of us, the everyone, so the proverbial the, us. The, um, my name is David. I put the DNR, and this is Rachel. Good morning, Rachel. Good morning, David. How was your week? You know what? I made my mom cry two times. My week was great. <laughs> Anytime you get to make your mom cry. I know that that sounds horrible, but it was a good cry. It wasn't a bad cry. So. Oh, nice. Yeah. Okay. Yay. Yeah. Awesome. I mean, yeah, we had a pretty good week. We, um, anytime you get to celebrate a birthday. And um, we had another milestone this week. But first... Um, Thank you, friends. Thank you so much for hanging out with us. We're so grateful. Uh, whatever time you're spending with us, where wherever you find yourself right now, we're so grateful that you're spending that time with me. Uh, us. Sorry, not me. Us. us. I'm here. Yeah, you are here. Um, please rate, review, subscribe. It, it definitely means the world to us. Um, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Rate, review, and subscribe. All and, the things. Yeah. So... I'm elated, and I'm just going to go right into it. I'm elated. I'm beside myself. I am grateful beyond belief. Okay. I I feel like we've made it a little bit. Like, there's a level of making it, and we have made it. <laughs> I mean, as far as we're concerned, yes. Yeah, we're, we're, and, and friends, we have a guest here with us, but we're going to get to him here in a minute. I Like, I have to do this thing. I have this thing I need to get off my chest. Um, we always ask for ratings and reviews <laughs> and thank you. And if you take a moment to review us, we are so grateful. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Even- you you're a masochist. <laughs> thank you. Cause I know where this is going. Yeah. And friends, I want you to know that David's not usually into people hurting him. <laughs> <laughs> I don't ever do that. Like we're not really into that. And if you are, that is one hundred percent okay. Yeah, you do you, you. do you. You do you. But, 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 
but Rachel, it happened. I like, know. finally, finally, I know. after all this giddy. time. Yeah, I was a little bit giddy about it. We got a bad review. I know. We got a really got a bad review, and it's okay. So, one, again, I'm grateful. You take a moment out of your time and give us any kind of review. I'm thankful. I'm really, th- thank you. Thank you for taking your time. Thank you for doing this. Um <laughs> Negative oh, attention is better than no attention, attention at, yeah. at all. Yeah. But I like I also want to say like the review was how do I say like it kind of uh, it embodies that of the Dave Matthews band because the Dave Matthews band all our friends love and I had one of my one a really good friend and that give me this analogy that today that you, Dave Matthews Band, is like eating ice cream cones with sprinkles. And for everybody years, likes ice cream yeah. cones with sprinkles. And for years and years and years, we had ice cream cones with sprinkles. And then all of a sudden, the sprinkles got taken away. And now there's no, now they're putting chocolate chips on ice cream. And ice everybody cream loves chocolate chips on ice cream cones. But it's not sprinkles. So everybody's mad about, I don't have chocolate, I don't have sprinkles on my ice cream cone. But you have chocolate chips, quick and plain in. Yes, correct. Sugar, um, sugar, sugar. Yeah, we're still buying the ice cream cones. We're still going to the shows. We're still consuming the ice cream cones with chocolate chips on it. Well, all of us are. Like, even the people that, I'm like, I hate ice cream cones with sprinkles, but I'm still going to eat the ones with chocolate chips. You know, like, that embodies the Dave Matthews man. And this I... person... No, the, the fans. fans. Yes, sorry. That in, embodies the fans of the Dave Matthews Band. And our review embodies that sentiment, that mentality. So this this person, and I never call these people out, and please feel free to go to iTunes um, and, and look at all the reviews. We're, we're grateful for all the people that put in reviews. Um, this person <laughs> made the review. I'm not going to read it for a word because um, I, I challenge you to go to iTunes and read it yourself. But this person said our show is great. He loved the show. It was fun. But the... But our equipment was bad. Right. And it's our... Our equipment's bad it's for not, the tailgate interviews. Yes, for the tailgate interviews. And one star. Yeah. One star. You you love the content. Hey, David, <laughs> we got a star. Yeah. yeah High great. five, buddy. So, which I'm, again, grateful. I'm super grateful you took the time and, and spent that out. But we can't have... Like, okay, one, we're amateurs. We've said that before. And I'm not, like, not trying to be proud of it or embody it. Like, this is what we, like, we have fun doing this thing in our basement. It's for us and for everybody. But it's for us a little bit, too. I mean, but at what point are we not amateurs anymore? I don't know. I 10,000 episodes, I guess, right? If you do something 10,000 times. You know what? Sure. Remember the knockaround guys? Who? What was that guy? Um, Vin Diesel. When he's like, uh, 500. Uh, yeah, 500 fights. Like, whenever I thought I was going to get to 500 fights, I was being. Ooh, let's watch that movie. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Not, not because yeah. of Vin Diesel. No, so that's I, not. I why. just wanted to say one is you're, you're right, friend. We didn't, we don't have the equipment. We use our phones at tailgates, and, and quite frankly, we don't know. We don't have the equipment. We, we have the, this equipment that we use, and that's what we use. And we, um, we want to get more equipment. Um, we never 
We never ask for money. Yeah, more equipment is expensive. Yeah, we never ask for money. We we have a Patreon page, but we never promote it. It's not for uh like it's we don't do that to do this. Like we don't this do this. This is our hobby. Yeah, this is our hobby. So like we don't care right. about that part. Um really, I guess um friend that left us a one-star review. I mean, you could help us get better equipment for our <laughs> interviews. So uh, I just wanted to say, I know it's so rainy and it's uh, like, I'm not trying to be a douchey McDouche douche about ranting over something. So like, no, like this is legit. This to me, this means that you're being honest and that is 100% what I want. I want my friends to be honest with me. Yeah. Don't lie to me. Don't tell me that, you know, these jeans make my ass look small. I know I have a big ass. I'm <laughs> Semi okay with it, and I don't want you to lie to me. So if we need to step up our interview recording game. equipment game, then, then that's yeah, what we need to do. Then that's and what thank we need you to for do putting that out to me. Yeah, thank you for putting it out there. You're right. You're right. I should be grateful. Like you said, it, you were. Yeah. To to like give us the thank David. You, for you better not be lying to our friends. <laughs> Thank you for giving us the heads up, and we will we will we'll do, look into it. We'll look into it and try to do better. We have a tendency to drag our feet, yes. but we will look into it. We will do better. <laughs> we promise. We promise. <laughs> Interviews so, and recordings on subject. But we have what we have mastered. We have mastered the art of interviewing people in studio. And bring them in. And we do have a friend here with us today. Yay. Yay. Um, sorry, Brian, that I had to um, rant so like that. Yeah, to the five-minute rant there. <laughs> no worries. <laughs> it was a seven-minute rant. Was it seven? Okay. <laughs> so we have um, Brian here with us. Um, thank you for, for taking a moment and spending some time. So, Brian, get, uh, give everybody an introduction. Let, let everybody know who you are. Yeah, thanks for having me on the show. Um, my name is Brian Bernard. Uh, I live in Charlotte, North Carolina. Uh, I've got uh, a beautiful wife, Nicole. We've been married uh, 25 years, four kids. Oh, wow. Uh, huge music fan, huge, huge Dave Matthews fan. Um, just, you know, enjoying life. I own a business. I mean, you know, we, uh, we're very busy, but always find time for talking about great music. Yeah, I get it. I get it. Um, so, um you're at Omaha style at Omaha underscore styly underscore. Um, please find him. All his stuff's real good. He, he talks a lot. He does a lot of music, um, uh, a lot of bass videos. That's how I started uh, following him. I like, I like watching art when people put their stuff out into the world. Um, it gives me joy. You know, it makes me happy that other people are doing that. And and that's how I, I think I found Brian um, doing that. And so what, what does the Omaha style mean? What, what is that for us? Naive, naive DMB fans. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> You know, Omaha Style is a, is, a, is a great 311 song, and uh, a lot of people think because, I, you know, that's my handle, that, you know, that's my favorite song or even favorite 311 song, but it actually came out of a, um, I was in a fantasy football league, this is going back like 15, 18 years ago, and I had my, we had one of these keeper leagues where, you know, I'm not doing mm-hmm. fantasy football anymore, but at the time, we were real serious into it, and um the team that I had was called Proudest Monkeys, which is obviously a note to DMB. Yeah. 
Yeah. And we were terrible. I mean, it was just awful. Just, it just <laughs> couldn't do nothing right. So I, I was like, you know what? I'm, I'm revamping everything. I got to get a new name. So picked Omaha Styley. And for some reason, that just stuck with everything. I mean, like my internet passwords and my, my Wi-Fi, everything is like Omaha for me. So, uh, you know, it just kind of stuck, you know, whenever I do anything. So that's obviously, you know, went into the Twitter thing. Yeah. And then the uh, the podcast, the uh, Omaha Stally podcast. Yeah, awesome. So yeah, like since you brought up, I have listened to your podcast a, a couple times, and and you gave me a different perspective on three eleven. Three eleven, um, like I didn't even realize that band. Like it's part of my childhood, childhood, adulthood or whatever. Like it was part of me growing up, but I didn't understand that I fell into the DMB hole and obviously never came out. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. But you, uh, your podcast brought me around. So like talk a little bit about the, the podcast. Yeah, it's, um, you know, three eleven is one of those bands that has a, a pretty strong, uh, I don't want to say cult fan base, but a, but a strong group of really rabid fans. And, um, you know, there, there's a pot, another cast out there that does some three eleven stuff and it's, it's, it's a very good cast. And I just felt like, you know, I was going to bring something a little bit more short and sweet and just the narrative was just going to be a little more, uh, very quick and like half hour, 40 minute cast. And, you know, so far I think they've been successful. Um, uh, you know, I went through 311 management, you know, kind of got all the blessings there because I, I really wanted to make sure it was something that was going to really, you know, circulate and, and, and put the band in a positive light. Because, you know, just like any other music, Dave, Dave Matthews included, I mean, if you're really passionate about something and you want something to be, you know, something that people find and, and, and can grab onto, you just want it to be done right. And that, that's my whole MO. And I haven't done a lot of cast for that reason because you know, with, I'm busy and, you know, just like you guys, you're not doing it to, to make money or not doing it to do anything other than be passionate about something. I just yes. want it to be right or it's just not going to get done at all. So, yeah, okay. you know, that's, that's, that's really where it's at right now. I'd like to develop into something really special and I think it can be, I just, you know, need to, uh, kind of dial it in and see, you know, how, how things go. Yeah. Understood. Understood. So, um, at Omaha Styley, um, Omaha Styley podcast, anywhere you can download podcast. I, I got it on Spotify is where I started listening to it. So, nice. uh, yeah, please friends go, uh, listen to the podcast, take, take a moment, uh, um, let Brian know what you think and, and all that. And, and, and one of, uh, this next question I actually got from Brian, um, it was a cool cast of his on um, he did a whole cast of your entry point for 311. So um, what was your entry point there for 311? Uh, 311 entry point. Uh, like I said, I've been married a long time, but it's not because I'm like really old as dust. I mean, I got married very young. Um, we started having kids very young in the early nineties and, it was kind of like, you know how when you just start popping out kids, it's you 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 bury your head in the sand a little bit regarding you know other things in life and you know yeah. raising kids and raising a family just becomes more important. A lot of '90s music, Dave Matthews and 311 included, just kind of went right by me, and I I didn't really even get back into listening a lot of music until probably you know early 2000s and. 
311. Uh, I was making a lot of music when I was younger. I was in bands when I was very young, and I always gravitated to, to music like Beastie Boys and r rap rock crossover stuff. And I started writing music again, like in the early 2000s. And I gave it to a buddy of mine who was, uh, you know, into music. And I asked him what he thought of it. And he came back to me because, man, this is like, like a really 311 influence. And I was like, I don't know who you're talking about. No. Oh, wow. And he kind of, he kind of laughed at me. And he says, you know, are you, are you serious? I said, no. I. He said, well, you need to listen to them. So I went out and bought From Chaos, which was kind of like one of their middle releases you know not not early stuff is is the newest releases that was out at the time and i just fell in love with the music hmm. i was just blown away by you know what what they were doing and then you know went back and revisited the older stuff and you know just became a fan instantly so that that's that's kind of how i got into 311 which is late because everybody else got into them in the early mid 90s down yeah. and you know all the, okay. the popular videos obviously they spoke your language yeah yeah, so, for uh, sure. Yeah, I for guess sure. for me um, was I graduated in 97. So, friends, I'm giving you my age, which I have told you. <laughs> I mean, we're way past that. <laughs> yeah. So I graduated in 97 from high school, and 311 was definitely super popular at that time. And, uh, of course, the Down song was played on the radio all the time. I mean, wasn't that your graduation class song? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe, <laughs> maybe not. And I think it was there is at that point, it was Dave Matthews um, was my biggest influence um, to the point where I didn't see other bands out there. So I missed 311. I missed that. Um uh, you know, because I, I fell so hard in, because I fell so hard in love with the DMB that I just missed uh, three and eleven. I missed a lot of bands altogether in the nineties because I was just madly in love with one band. Um, so what, like, what, what say you on DMB? Like, how, what was your, and that would be a great entry points, uh, fan, fans, friends, um, please write us in, tell us what your entry point is for DMB. Cause that, that is a great topic. Um, you know, Brian, what was your DMB entry point? Would you say, uh, so, similar being late to the party with them. Um, I list, heard a few singles was, you know, kind of, yeah, okay. And, um, I remember 2005, I was sitting on the couch late at night. My wife had gone to bed. I was just kind of drifting through watching television. And uh, VH1 Storytellers oh, came on. Oh, yeah. I remember that one. That, 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 that right there. Matter of fact, I still have a, a rip, an a MP4 rip of that show that I have. I hate that you. I, I hate you. I hate you. <laughs> God, I, it's you know that I, I was watching it and and I'm going okay, let's, let's just you know let's see what this is all about. And I'm like three quarters in, you know, watching the because they did the interviews between the songs and kept going back and forth. And the song that wrote me in, believe it or not, was "Steady as We Go." Oh wow, that's a Dude, deep they, cut. Yeah, they, yeah, they, that's a they very that powerful song. song. They played that song, and and I, you know, I didn't, I, I didn't know the band. I didn't really know anything, and I was like teary eyed, like mm -hmm. when the horns came in at the end, and yeah. everything just kind of hit, and I was like, yeah. And I, I actually woke my wife up. I said, Nicole, you got, you got to listen to this band. <laughs> oh wow, and. And she's like, yeah, I'll get to it in the morning. I'm tired. So we actually watched it together the next day. Uh huh. And then she, after it was over, I said, what'd you think? She goes, 
when do they come to town? Where, 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 when can we see these guys? And I was like, all right, we'll go to a show. So we went to a show. It was 2006 at Verizon um, in Charlotte. Okay. And, uh, you know, still was trying to figure out the band. You know how it is. It's just a big puzzle you got to put together. You know, I, I, I did what any self-respecting person would do, and that's go to the torrent sites and download every free <laughs> thing I could find on yeah. the band. Because I didn't want to, you know invest totally in them until i knew it but you know i'm still trying to figure out what you know what the albums are all that we go to the show and if if there's one show in my life i would love to go back and revisit it would be that one because they played i I shit you not if you look up 2006 charlotte show it's one of the greatest set lists ever they played joyride they played in the encore they played shotgun and id of you and i remember i left i left disappointed because I didn't know what the hell was going on. <laughs> yeah, like what is this song? Yeah, what is <laughs> right. that's you know, what, that? I, was I'm the... expect, you know, and they, they finished with Billy, so I was like, okay, good. I know that song. I'm good. Yeah. But they, you know, the ride started then, and then it was just you know downhill from there for us, <laughs> or uphill. <laughs> so, um, so Brian, how what are the similarities in the fan bases between DMB and 311 because you've made mention that to me many of times here that there's some um, there's plenty of similarities between the two bands uh, yeah um, you know I I, I I did a warehouse post and, and I don't know if you guys are warehouse members or anything I but, am I never post um, on the warehouse but I am a member yeah. It, and I used to spend a lot of time in, in, in general discussion, and, and uh, there's actually a 311 thread in the warehouse that I started. Okay. And and uh, it's funny because there's 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 a good bit of crossover fans. You you find them, you know, through stuff like this. But I, I wrote a post because somebody said 311. I I don't I don't even know who they are, and I, I made a joke about you know they're an, they're an aging band that started in the 90s that you know, writes songs about, you know, uh, they, they, they play rotating set list and they have a drum solo <laughs> with a, and they have, uh, you know, they're getting old and, and it was all the DMB parallels. It was just yeah. hilariously funny because, you know, everybody was like, yeah, that sounds like freaking Dave Matthews band. <laughs> and I think what a lot of people don't realize about, uh, 311 is they do they they have very deep jam band roots i mean they're they're grateful dead fish they're all cited as big influences with the band um they have uh a rotating set list which is very rare you know i mean how many bands are doing that nowadays you know um other than obvious jam bands uh yeah you can't you can't go see metallica more than once yeah yeah, i mean i'm sure someone's gonna argue that yeah but I mean, there's, there's nothing wrong with bands that don't play a correct. rotating set list, but you're, you're not going to want to travel to show to show and, and do things. And, you know, it, you get the set list people, you know, in the 311 circles. I mean, right now there's a lot of, you know, craziness going on with uh, they're, they're playing a co-headlining tour with the Dirty Heads and, and the set lists are very stale and and and, you know, kind of greatest hitsy and, and all that. And there's a lot of mild revolt over that. And, you know, it's it's a lot of the same stuff you get with, uh, you know, the Dave Matthews fans. And they get it. You know, why? How come you haven't played this song in 15 years? Or, you know, how can you play this every show or, you know, why? You know, yeah. all, all that kind of thing. But the, the, the real similarities come down to when you get to the show and you get to the tailgate and 
you're rubbing elbows with those people. Um, they, it, they're all good vibes and just people that are genuinely passionate about the band, both okay. DMV and 311. And this, that's what makes it worth, you know, traveling and, and going to see and, and buying the music and, and getting invested into the bands. In I my mean, opinion. Yeah, for sure. I mean, that's a little bit for, I mean, that's not a little bit for us. That's a lot for us. That part is what made us dive a little bit heads first. Um, understanding that, you know, we get to go and, uh, hang out in a parking lot and, and grill and share with all of these people. And, um, that's you know that's part of it that's included you know so absolutely it's 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 a huge part of it it's mm. it's that that connected unity of of like-minded fans that can relate mm. on certain songs and certain shows and you know going back and and, and re, re uh visiting a show you saw 15 years ago and ah, remember that yeah and that, you know remember mm. when boyd was doing this or you know <laughs> that, that kind of thing or remember when Butch is around and tim wasn't you know just taking over the show it's you know all that stuff I yeah. do. I do remember when Butch was around. <laughs> I didn't put this on the guide, but I wanted to ask. Anyways, is there differences? Do you see any differences between the the fan the fan group? Um, you know, they they and, both smoke a lot of weed. Um, <laughs> and no is an acceptable answer. You know, what are you uh, talking about? <laughs> it wants to be called cannabis. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I don't it, honestly. It, the similarities are so close. Um, okay. The the, the only cool. thing I could really think of is that you will get you'll get people coming in to three eleven from a harder genre angle. Like okay. if you, if you name ten bands that that okay people that listen to three eleven like, you're gonna get you're gonna get a lot of what we call white boy reggae, which is a lot of that you know the sublime and the oh and, yeah and the, yeah yeah. And you're gonna get uh, incubus. Okay. You're gonna get. Uh, Please tell me, cakes in there. Yeah, cake would be in there for sure. I, l- I was can... listening to cake the other day. I'm like, man, I do not listen to these guys enough. Yeah, I. It's just I don't listen to them enough. There needs to be more cake in my life, and I mean, I musical agree. Kind. I agree. <laughs> Cake, cake is one of the underrated few for sure. <laughs> yeah. So no, that makes sense, Brian. Like I, like yeah, because I, I guess in my head that three eleven would be a harder like, um, like I don't want to say like punk rock type band where, um, DMB has this mellow vibe, um, like definitely flip flops and and sandals type type vibe, um, and uh. 311 has a Southern California type uh, beach rock type vibe. Um, not, yeah, I agree that I can see the similarities between the fan bases too. And I, I definitely get where you're coming from on the, the, the difference where um, maybe somebody's entry point may be coming in from a, um, a uh, dirty heads or um, Southern California rock. Yeah, uh, perspective. Whereas you know somebody might discover DMB after listening to Jack Johnson or John Mayer for a minute. <laughs> yeah, that 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 would be the huge difference in my opinion. Yeah, agreed. Understood. The, gate, the gateway is different, but the path all leads to a lot of the same places. Right? Yeah, understood. Like cool. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense for sure. Hey, so um, you're a bass player, right? I mean, I I, I watched your stuff. 
amazing. Like, when did you start playing music? Um, and and yeah, like, how awesome is that? Like having having that um, opportunity to put that out into the world, like you do. Yeah, I mean, I've always been a, a musician. Um, I grew up in a small town in Delaware, and um, you know, it, it, the lower part of Delaware, not not like the the, the faster part, the real slow part where all you had to do was race cars and 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 uh you know work on a farm and stuff and so we had a band um growing up and i was to like 12 years old and, and um the my best friend and his brother were the guitar player and the drummer and there was a, a another kid who worked on the farm w- with his dad and he was the bass player and i was the keyboard player singer guy and um the guy never showed up at practice. I mean, he was out working on the farm. He's like, I can't make it. So I, they'd be like, Brian, jump on the bass. So I kept jumping on the bass, and the, the kid would get mad, and he'd come home, and he'd repo his bass. So finally, he was like, you got to buy a bass, Brian. So um, I went out and bought this really, I, I think it was a Kramer bass. It had two okay. tuning pegs that were just sheared off. It, it didn't even work. I had to tune the thing with pliers, and I paid like $50 for it. That is awesome. <laughs> I just fell in love with the thing. It was just like, to me, it, it, you know, I, I dabbled with guitar. I obviously played keys and stuff, but I, I just jumped all in. And at the time, this is like late 80s or, you know, early 90s. Um, I'm, well, it's probably mid 80s if I was 12. But anyway, um, I was really into Steve Harris from Iron Maiden. So I was like, like I was a big influence growing up. And then the older did I got. You, did you have the hair? Oh, I had the hair. Yeah, I was I was full out. Just <laughs> I, I'll post a picture of my hair one day. But it, um, it, it was getting into the '90s. It was you know all about flea for me. Yeah. Um, and then you know, kind of you know, like I said, I got married young and 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 didn't didn't do a whole lot after that. So Peanut and and, and some of the guys like you know Fonzie and all that, they didn't become influences for me until like the, the mid 2000s. But Okay. You know, I continue to play bass and, and, uh, you know, I, now I'm at a time in my life where things are slowing down a little bit to where I'm like, yeah, I'm starting to enjoy the instrument again. But, um, yeah, I love it. It's just, it's such a passionate, um, you know, primal instrument where you, you can just beat on stuff and, and it's not, you know, you're not going to hurt anybody or anything other than make, you know, some possibly good music. Awesome. So, uh, yeah, like t- t- describe your love for, um, peanut, <laughs> yeah um and people, friends like when people make make lists of like their favorite bass players there's always the same names that come up you know you're gonna get victor wooden you're gonna get jocko you're gonna get yeah james jamerson you're gonna get all the really just amazingly you know as billy sheehan guys that just blew doors off you know the, the bass and to me I, I like those guys. I love them a lot. I mean, Les Claypool's one of my favorite bass players ever. I mean, he's just the guy is just innovative master. But when I look at bass players, I, I look more at at uh, feel, um, obviously technique, but I also look at the personality too um, because, it, it, first of all, Peanut is one of the – he's like a Twitter god. Him and Fonzie, they're like – Oh yeah, they, for sure. Their 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 interaction on social media is just legendary. So yeah, anytime anytime you can connect with somebody, you know, uh, in on social media, and you feel like there's a genuine bond there, um, that that's always something pretty cool. 
but they're just they they show themselves out to be good humans, which obviously increases their their you know rating factor for me as a bass player. So yeah, I, I, do I think Peanut and Stefan Lassard and Ryan Stasek from Humphreys um, McGee are the greatest bass players in the world? No, but they're my three favorites okay. because because they're just personalities that are that that really shine. Good, good humans and uh, fantastic bass players who make great, great music and influence me to want to get better, not just at the bass, but better at life. Yeah, correct. And I think that's where um, I didn't understand as a DMB fan how much Stefan meant to the bass world. Um, like he's a really, he's, he's a renowned bassist and he's always been this like background guy in the Dave Matthews band where like the, you know, uh, Leroy always stood front or Tim or, you know, even yeah, Carter there's, had, there's, had their, a, there's like a million, I shouldn't say a joke, a million jokes about the bass player. Yeah. You know? Yeah. <laughs> but the, it's the sound. Like, how can you not have a bass? The, yeah. You don't have a bass in a band, and everybody's going, something's missing. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, I, like, I didn't understand that. The more I got into music, the more I started playing and understanding music in general, the more I, like, uh, my respect for Stefan uh, oh, grew. Yeah. yeah, like, it grew. There's a oh, respect yeah. level there that was like, oh, wow, like, this guy's brilliant he's a brilliant musician and really all the musicians for the Dave Matthews band are all brilliant mu- musicians so hey can can you rank them Brian can you can you put a can you put a rank to them uh between Fonzie and and uh Peanut yeah or whoever you know like can you um you know who means the most to you per, as a player as somebody like do you still play in bands now I don't at the present. No, I, I, I just kick around at the house and play. Um, yeah, I, I did some, I've done some work for some people and, and done some recordings, but nothing that, that I'm out gigging or any of that jazz. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, so. rating the, rating the player. I mean, all time Steve Harris from Iron Maiden is just, just absolutely like, okay. Just, crazy crazy amazing bass player i mean he his his tone his technique and just what he did for for metal in general was just amazing uh he's up there i i, I don't think i can come up with a my, my absolute favorites uh you yeah know, no order. i get it less claypool blew my doors off you know okay. as as a teenager and going okay here's a guy now with a six string fretless playing you know light gauge strings and doing this hammer on technique and slap and, and, and stuff that just okay. is like, Oh, Oh, oh my God. Well, you know, that, that blew me away. Um, I knew all the words that you were saying, but I didn't realize they were all together. I didn't realize that there was even a, 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 a six string bass fretless bass. Like that's even, I mean that it seems that feels like an upright bass, you know? Yeah, that's uh, that. That was just something that when 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 he came out, it just he just shattered all all barriers. Uh, yeah, that's not, that not, sounds awesome. Up for the reasons discussed earlier. Yeah. Plus, he just you know he just the one thing about that nut that is really special is he he switches genres up so quickly. Like he can go to play the really hard stuff, and then he can go into the really funk stuff, and then he can go into the really 
uh, reggae-influenced uh, melodic stuff, and he's he's just flawless when it comes to changing mm. genres and being very adaptable and being very um, chameleon-like, and that that's very special. Fonzie would be up there for me for a lot of reasons. One, because he has great riffs and he has great um, chops, but biggest reason is because he can navigate through all of Carter's bunny trails. Mm, you know, yeah. listen to Carter when he goes and he'll go off in this thing. And, and Carter, you can see, you can see where Carter's going or you can't see where Carter's going, but you can see where Fonzie's kind of counting him in his head and going, okay, I got to stay with this. His okay. meter stays on. But then, but Fonzie's like smiling through the whole thing. He's not overly like too engulfed in like the, the tediousness of keeping it's up with where fun. Carter's going. Okay. And it, to me, that blows me away that he is just so dialed in yet so relaxed. And that, that's a hard thing to do as a player, okay. you know, to, to, to keep up with a drummer as fantastic, fantastic as Carter is. Yeah. And then, and then thirdly, uh, lastly would be uh, Ryan Stasek from Mumphreys because he's just another phenomenal dude and a amazing bass player. And if you've never checked out Humphreys McGee and you're a Dave Matthews fan, you have absolutely missed the boat because oh, yeah, I told sure. him, I sold them at uh, Chicago Caravan in 2011, for sure. And I was like, all right, this, I, I I wanted to see them because their name was so ridiculous. I was like, well, I got to see what Humphrey <laughs> really looks like. And I I walked away from going, oh my god, that's my new favorite band, and that guy's an amazing bass player. So yeah, check him out. Uh, yeah, awesome. Hey, so um, let's talk about the things that's really important, the most important thing in life, and and that's family. And you, um, you are a strong, you're a strong dad, man, and you have like a strong family. You know, um, how does that fit in with the music and going to concerts? Cause you know, having four kids, that's four kids is tough. Like that's, you know, that's life. That's all you do, you know? So, I mean, we have two and, um, we struggle at times. And you double that. Yeah. And I, I couldn't imagine doubling that. Well, I mean, first and foremost, I, I, I'll give my wife, Nicole, all the credit for that because I mean, all that, all that hard work behind the scenes, that's all her. Um, uh, you know, I help out and I do my very best as a dad, but she is an absolute, I mean, a, a machine when it comes to, you know, r- running a household and raising kids. And um, when I was when I was and you uh, can say that every for all like I couldn't I can say the same thing for Rachel because I can't be the person I am. Yeah, without. yeah, yeah. Uh-huh, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> you know, <laughs> go ahead. Brian. Well, I mean, you know, let's, let's just face it. I mean, if you're in it, if you're in it, uh, the relationship is a marriage for the long haul. It is all about the partnership and it's about, it really is. It's being, it's being, uh, finding your role and, and what you can do to be a great partner and, and a great friend. And, and, uh, you know, we do that well together. I mean, there's no doubt about that. Um, our, our kids, you know, they, they, they've been in a, uh, in a household that has, has tried to, you know, foster just good growth as kids and, and, and young adults and musically, um, I've always gone out of my way to provide that for them. Um, I remember I was growing up as a kid, my dad was a radio DJ and he had uh, one room that was just full of records. That's all we had. And in that same room was a set of drums. And my brother and I would go in and we just put on headphones and play drums to, you know, old ELO records or Doobie Brothers or, yeah, you know, whatever uh, Frank Zappa stuff. 
and awesome. I, I just remember spending hours and hours and hours in that room, you know, playing music. And, um, I remember thinking like when we first got married I, and I was, I was saying, you know, I want to make sure that we do the same kind of stuff for our kids. So we, we went and we, we got drums and we got guitars and basses and, and put them in a room in a music room. And they, the friend, the kids would have friends over at all hours of the night jamming and making music and, you know, that goes a long way because not only are they creating and crafting and, and making, you know, something special, but, um, they're, they're, uh, they're using their, using their, their talents for something other than laying around playing video games all day long and, yeah. you know, getting into trouble and, and doing stuff that teenagers do. And, you know, when that, when they started becoming more musically inclined and we started taking the shows, it's, uh, it's kind of magical. It's almost like that connection comes where you're kind of like seeing your kids enjoy the stuff that's, that, you know, you'd hope they'd enjoy, you know, and not, not all kids are real cool with parents toting them around to concerts, you know? So it's yeah. you kind of, you're, you're in that, that mode of like, okay, I hope they're going to enjoy it. And, you know, I've taken them to three eleven shows. We've taken them to Dave Matthews shows, um, other concerts and, and, and they've actually now come full circle where, you know, they're, they're texting me and saying, Hey dad, you know, check out this uh, Mac DeMarco album or check out this team Impala." you know, like this is stuff I found, you know, that is great music and, 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 you know, you need to get, get in on this. And I'm like, yeah, you know, some of it's hit and some of it's missed. I'll tell you what's cool is when they text you and they go, Hey, you ever heard of Steely Dan? <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. I think I've heard of them. Yeah. <laughs> oh wow. I just, I just found out Steely Dan and they're amazing. You know, like, one of my most prized uh, pictures I have is um, is my uh, one of my older boys. Uh, we we took him to a Dave Matthews show. Him and his girlfriend, and they didn't sit with us. We were we were elsewhere, and they were on the rail at uh, at the Dave Matthews show. And uh, the guy who takes the the, the shots for uh, Dave Matthews, uh, r- r- uh, Rodriguez, Rodol- Rodri- yeah, Rodrigo. He yeah. took this amazing shot of of my son and his girlfriend on the rail at at Charlotte, and I've got that picture in a frame because it was the joy on their faces just watching Dave, their first Dave Matthews concert from the rail is it, it's one of those things you just kind of go wow you know I just want to keep this forever yeah, and it's it's a, cool. it's a cool pick it's just so cool I, I just love it yeah that's pretty cool yeah. I would I really wish our kids lo- like. Uh, okay, so tonight we yeah. like we're we're recording a little bit earlier than what we normally do, friends. Which you know we're um, our friend said that he's on the East Coast, so we want to try to get to East Coast time here. Yeah, and, we don't want to go too late, right? So we told the kids tonight, like bedtime is a specific time, and you have to be in bed. Okay, why? Oh, because we're recording our podcast, which they just know it's like a radio show that they're young enough that we've explained it to them this way. Well, I want to come on and talk about Dave Matthews Band. Like, you've never wanted to talk about Dave Matthews Band <laughs> yeah, before tonight. Why tonight is the night? Well, I've just never really talked to you about how much I like Dave Matthews Band Mommy. <laughs> Well, you, you kind of should. You should talk to me about how much you like the Dave Matthews Band. So that's awesome that you know you're sharing this with your kids, and you get to have all of this. Uh, really, all the of the joy music, yeah. and yeah, any music, any yeah. music. Do you, do you guys like inundate your kids with with Dave Matthews Band uh, songs to the point where they're they're like 
almost huh. sick of them sometimes. No, I don't think so. Because I, we find ourselves probably listening more to Taylor Swift than we do Dave Matthews being with them. <laughs> and that. Yeah. I, I only ask because my, my youngest uh, is my daughter. She's 14 and, and she's she's into Taylor Swift and, you know, all the modern pop. But she'll we'll be riding down the road and I'll play some random, I mean, random uh, 311 B-side. And she'll be singing it word for word. And I'm like, how the heck? How yeah. do you know this? No. She's, the, like, oh, she's like, mom plays it all the time. And I'm like, okay. All right. Yeah. The tree 100%. Like, she knows every song she's yeah, ever she heard does. word yeah. for word. It's amazing to me. And there are certain songs she knows by, like, um, I think for a long time her favorite DMB song was Mercy, and she called it the piano song. The piano song. Yeah, yeah. can we listen to the <laughs> piano song? To the and piano. you would see her like playing the notes on the piano in the air, which I thought was way cool. I'm not sure how many people think that that's cool, but um, yeah, they they definitely know some of those songs that I don't think they're paying attention to. But we, I mean, I don't try to play it too much because, I mean, if I never heard another Rolling Stones song in my life, I would be okay with it just because my mom listened to it all the time. All the time. <laughs> so, so, Brian, you're in full, full DMB mode right now. You like, you hit us up, you're going, uh, I am in, we are going to concert, you're going to a concert this weekend. So how, how cool is that? Where you got, where are you going? Uh, going to our home home arena, uh, Charlotte. Um, I we've probably been to every Charlotte show since 2006. Um, been to a lot of other shows, you know, all over the country. You know, we 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 rode the roads, you know, chasing Dave Matthews shows for a lot of years. And um, but it's good, always good to come back home to Charlotte. PNC in Charlotte used to be Verizon. To me, is a very very underrated venue. Um, go mm-hmm. back in the Almanac and look in the last five or six shows and you'll see some of the most amazing set lists for one night stands. I think that, uh, that uh, around the country, I mean, they, and I know I'm a little biased because I go, but every time I show up, I, I'm, I am completely blown away by the shows they do at, at Charlotte. I truly believe they love Charlotte more than everywhere else, including okay. SPAC. Okay. Okay. I'm That's kidding. big. That, those are big words right there. Those yeah, are. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. And, and, and while we're on that, let's let's just call it what it is. If you go to a, if you go to a, hear me out, DNB fans. If you go to a one night stand at a standalone arena, and you leave disappointed with a set list, then shame on you, because you're not going to get everything you want at that one you're not one night show yeah you want to get you want to get three nights of no repeats go to the gorge yeah go to spack go yes. to alpine that's where you're going to go to get your special shows the same thing i tell the 311 fans you want special shows get on the cruise get on the boat go to 311 days go go see go see those because that's where the special songs come don't show up at a single night arena and expect it to be magic every time because it's not going to work that way. It doesn't. Yeah, because there's. I'm, all, I'm, all, I'm off the soapbox. <laughs> no, you're <laughs> preaching to the choir. Yeah, I like rants. Rants make me happy. <laughs> 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 so, uh, who you, um, who you going? Who you get to go to the show with? And are you guys partying beforehand? Uh, haven't quite figured that out yet. Um, we are going to the show with a great couple that we've done a few shows with. Um, one of my 
favorite Dave Matthews memories is uh, we went to a show in Charlotte. It was 2014, and it was a show with this couple that um, we had two we had two pit tickets and two warehouse VIP tickets, and the two pit tickets were at Will Call, and it started dumping rain right before the show, and it was a monsoon. And we uh, we sent the girls in early so they could get undercover, and we waited in the will call lane for like an hour. And then they shut the arena, saying they were the show was canceled and <gasps> they didn't let anybody in. So oh, we, wow. we we had to sneak in around the back door just to get in. And okay. We finally got we finally got in and got undercover. And all of a sudden they started the show, and it was like one of those magical moments. We were soaking wet. And um, it, it just that, that couple, they we just had the best time of our lives that night. And that's uh, awesome. We're going, we're going yeah, back to awesome. him this year. Mm-hmm. We're um, uh, we'll, we'll be there. I don't know if we're going to tailgate. We probably will, but mm-hmm. it's, it's, we're really looking forward to it. It's going to be a good night. Yeah. Are you looking forward to hearing anything? Um, you know, I, I I've probably heard about everything I want to hear from the band. I mean, I'm sure. There's some rare, you know, I could throw, you know, weird crap at you and try to dazzle you with my, my knowledge. Oh, I'm not going to hear Mac head, you know, <laughs> no, but, no. you know, I, I, probably like Loving Wings would be a great. Yeah, to, yeah to that me, would be a, a fun song, get. That's a song you just don't, you just don't get. I mean, and, yeah. and to me, it's the, the, the little guitar riff there and the little thing. And then when they yeah. get to the big, the, the big ending there, you know, with the hits yeah. and stuff. I love that. Uh, a song that I would love to hear in its entirety i've heard it before um 2011 at the caravan they played break free but they didn't do the big horn ending okay you know i, I think it was before I think that a song like if somebody said hey brian if you could hear the the break free uh with the big horn ending you know like they did in the fenway um uh, records yeah I, I would love to hear that other than that you know it's hey you know if they want to do whatever they play I'll, I'll be fine with it i i'm i'm long past complaining about set lists and, and yeah, no, about I get that. <laughs> I, 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 you know, I, I just have found out that if you go to a show and you let, let the, the notes and the music and the, the words just wash, wash over you, it, you know, like they should, it just all works out. You know, you, you bring does. a 20 minute Jimmy thing. I might go to the bathroom a little bit and, <laughs> and come back, but it'll all be good. Yeah, I get it. I get it. <laughs> for sure, for sure. <laughs> you, you, you bust out monkey light. I'm, I'm okay. Uh, <laughs> I, I might make it that back by the end of the satellite. But, you know, I'm having fun. I, you know. Yeah, I get it. I get it for sure. So we're uh, fr- friends. Please go find them at Omaha style at Omaha underscore styley underscore. Uh, talk to him. Engage. Like. Great review. All his stuff. Please, please, please. Um, such a good guy, Brian. Anything else you want to promote here? No, I just, just, Hey, stay, stay true to yourself. Uh, stay positive, live your life, love your life. And, uh, you know, when, when you're on Twitter and you're on doing your thing, anytime you want to lash out and just start hammering people with negativity, just don't, just Mm -hmm. don't just, just, uh, you know, have fun because you you have got one life to live and, and, uh, it it goes by quick and you want to make the most of it, living your best life. Yeah, I get it for sure. You just said like all of the ne- necklaces and bracelets that I own. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all the things that all of those like things, the, yeah. it's all true to me that 
I agree. You know, just mm. be positive because and I mean, we really people try suck. to do. We really try to put that out into the world, and and hope hopefully that comes back to us tenfold. You know that. Um, yeah. You know, you be positive and 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 be nice, and 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 I hope like I hope my rant at the beginning, like I wanted to make sure that I was nice. <laughs> like I'm I'm. It's having, a nice rant. <laughs> I'm having second guesses on on ranting like that. Uh, <laughs> Good. <laughs> so, um, if you want to hang out with us, we you know the show's not going to last too much longer. So, a couple yeah, we more have things a lot to talk about. Yeah. <laughs> um, feel free to hang out and feel free to jump in on on anything, Brian. Um, so, we had a weird situation this this week and fall and follow us, friends. Um, we had. We had an FBI pin showed up in our house. Oh my gosh! <laughs> okay, so we had a real live FBI pin show up in our house, and we had no clue where it came from. David is an adult, and I am an adult, and yeah. adults write with pins. Children's white write with crayons, markers, pencils, yes. whatever. They don't normally seek out pins. I mean, it happens, mm-hmm. but they definitely don't purchase them. Yes. So for this pen to show up in our house was really crazy, especially after. <laughs> so, so we have we have a uh, friend that we have a um, baseball softball relationship with. They're, yes, we've I known could, we've known this guy and his family for quite a few years now. Quite a few years, and um, the guy has always introduced himself as a pool cleaner. To me, oh, I clean pools. Yeah, clean pool. that's he owns his own business. Yeah, he and, cleans pools, and he cleans pools, which is fine. Like that's a a, a perfect. Yeah, because if I had a pool, I would definitely rather pay somebody else to clean it. Yeah, correct. And 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 it always struck me as funny the other day when I asked him, I was like, "So how's uh, how's business going?" And he's like, "Uh, fine." No, he said, "Uh." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So I walked away from. No, that. you said you're still in the pool business, yeah, right? Exactly. Yeah. And he goes, uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I walked away, going like, "This cat's an FBI agent." That was so fishy. <laughs> that was there something then, else. like. He's Secret Service. Yeah. Or like also, some kind if you of crazy... look at him, he looks retired military. He yeah, he really looks does. Like, he really looks like a dude that is um, super secret agent. Yeah. A long time ago, you know. Yeah, retired. Retired secret yeah. agent of but some sort. You know, only knows the buzz cut, so he yeah. still wears it. Only knows the buttoned button shirt all the way up to the collar. Yeah. Yeah. And then two days later. We're sitting at pen. our table, and I pick up a pen and I start writing with it. And I was like, "Rachel, where'd this pen come from?" And it says right on it, "Federal Bureau of Investigation." It's so messed up, <laughs> so messed up. Like, so now every morning we say hello to our friend. <laughs> we say <laughs> hello the to pen. the pen. <laughs> Ask him if he needs a cup of coffee. <laughs> what can we do for anything? How you doing, bud? <laughs> <laughs> because I have no idea where this pen came from, and this happened two days after we asked our friend how his business was going. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so what do you got? 
I mean, I is as much as I do listen to the Dave Matthews band and whoever else, I've been messing my words up all night. It's not like I'm, you know, four mojitos in. <laughs> um, I try to listen to the radio as much as possible. And that's where you discover new music. Um, but tonight, I was just reaffirmed with the fact that my playlists are better than live radio because they, the radio station I was listening to played a Johnny Cash song followed by Green Day. And I don't know anywhere in the universe where you should follow Johnny Cash with Green Day. I don't know. Yeah, maybe. Like, I never listened to Green Day anyways once I found out. I know, but it was just so awkward. And I thought, this is why I don't listen to live radio. Brian, what's your thoughts on Green Day? Uh, You know, I I mean, they're they're one of those classic alt-punk innovators, and I I give them a lot of respect. I mean, I don't, I'm not a huge Green Day fan, but I do do respect, you know, a lot of the, the people who... You know, there's a lot of great bands that have come out of Green Day influences, you know, people that I respect. But, I mean, go back and listen to Armitage Shanks. That, that's a great Green Day song. Okay. That's, that's what I can say about that. Okay. Well, like, once I found out that... Um, Green, they're they're Green, a commercial band. What's that? They're a commercial band. Like, they were put together to like buy a music production company. Buy, they yeah, weren't an to, original band. They weren't an original band. They had all these musicians that were good and they put them together and they do like this style of music at this time is winning. So we're Let's going to put it. these yeah, we're going to put all this stuff together and here go out into the world and make music. Um after that I kind of lost a little bit of I don't want to say respect, but there was a little bit of, uh, I mean, cause you're right. The guys are good. They're good yeah, musicians. The, obviously like, they have lasted all this time. I don't know about lasted. I don't know. Uh, they're, they're still putting out music, David. Are they? Yeah. Are you sure? Yeah. Okay. However unfortunate. <laughs> I mean, I, there are other bands that I feel the same way about them. And yeah, I, Brian, I can agree with you. There is an appreciation for what you have done for the, the music base and to get people influenced and to maybe try a few new things, but I'm just not a Bruce Springsteen fan. I'm not, I'm sorry. Oh, I'm with you on that. Don't <laughs> I'm just not a green. No Day apologies fan. there. I'm just not. <laughs> and these things happen. Yeah. You've you've done a lot for the music community, but I'm not going to buy your album. <laughs> no, I agree. So uh, two things before we go real quick. So we went back. We took a trip to City Minor. Um, we had a birthday party. For, My mom is 60. For Rachel's mother. She turned 60. So happy birthday to Rachel's mom. My son, mm. my mother-in-law. Your favorite she, mother-in-law. She's quite possibly my favorite mother-in-law. <laughs> of all my mother-in-law, she <laughs> is my favorite. Thank you. <laughs> um, a couple things happened. One, I... Took your brother fishing. Yes. Me and your brother went fishing. He's a grown man. And he's a he's a grown man and um a, a beautiful man, quite frankly. Like he I really mean, he really works out. He's in the military, like he really does it. Um 
and he caught He's the only American's fish. He's an American's American. Yeah, and he caught the only fish. We went fishing, and he only... There he, was more than one. Yeah, he caught multiple fish, and yeah. he and he was the only one to catch one. I did not catch a single fish. Right. He I was, am probably the more experienced fisherman. Yeah. I um, took him to the place where he could catch fish. Yeah. And he caught them all. There's pretty much a guarantee at the magic place. And he caught big ones, too. Yeah. Um, but he asked me to take them off his hook. I know. Every single one of them. Hey, Dave, um, I caught this fish. Can, can, you, can you get this for me? Yeah. So at what point is there, like, the um, man, man thing? I mean, I don't know because I'm not a man, so I'm not sure. And I have taken fish off the hook for my daughter's. So does that make me more of a man than my brother? <laughs> I mean, in his defense, they were big fish. No. I I think that he just was tired and not prepared to have to do work. <laughs> okay. <laughs> he was on vacation. Okay. In his defense, but... You know, I don't know if that's a, that, that's allowed. You, are you allowed to take a fish off another man's hook? Isn't that like some kind of... Um, Zen thing, and then like some kind of. I don't know. I mean, (laughs) anyways, this this place that we went to, boy, the the, and I'm gonna say a word, a word, friends. Um, This is how we know this bug, and and it's a bug, and we've always called them chiggers. They're chiggers, and I think that they are. Their chigger is a thing. Um, but I am yeah. covered in chigger bites. It's a berry bug is what the the, the real official name term is. is. Yeah, yeah, a berry bug. But we've always called them chiggers. chiggers. Yeah. I, that's I, probably... I am covered. Uh, your brother's covered in chigger bites. They're everywhere, all over. I have a chigger bite in my belly button right it's, now. It's a mite bug. So that means that it bites you and then it burrows into your skin. Mm-hmm. So you have to kill it, which we always <laughs> knew the solution to be as putting nail polish nail over polish the bite on, on the... because that suffocates the chigger so it dies so your body discards it or whatever, whatever it is that happens. That I don't know. Yeah. So <laughs> this morning at buttfuck early when David wakes up, um, he couldn't find my clear nail polish. So, so he used just, the nail polish I could find. Which is blue. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so when David got home from work and changed out his work clothes, he had blue spots all over his body. And I went, uh, dude, are you okay? <laughs> he was like, oh, yeah, it's just nail polish. And I went, oh, okay, yeah. Cheers. Cheers. <laughs> <laughs> And, and I also wanted to say, um, we had pictures taken. Family portraits. Family portraits. Yeah. Uh, For my mom's 60th, like, we got yeah. the whole family together. This was why my mom cried, friends. If you remember at the beginning of the episode, I said my mom cried because my brother lives out of state. I live out of state. We all got together for her birthday, and it made her happy. Yeah. So we had family portraits done because we were all together. Yeah, with grandkids and all of those things. So, you know, normal family stuff. Yeah. Um, however, when we Functional were- Family stuff. <laughs> Functional family stuff. Um, whenever we were walking out of the place, we were walking out. Um, we're we were done. Our pictures were done. And we're walking out. Other people are walking in <laughs> to the, the picture place. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> they were taking 
um, pregnancy pictures. Pregnancy pictures, yes. The, the, like, uh, you hope. You, you I, may, I'm not hoping. She was pregnant. She was yeah, no, a I agree. tiny she, woman the, the lady that was had picture, a but basketball you don't know. on her stomach. Yeah, but you don't know if they were taking pictures of her. Oh, you know what? You're correct. Because the, the, there was you are her 100% hus- correct. Her husband, maybe? I just assume. I assume the person that she was with was the guy that impregnated her. Yes, I would assume that. And this guy was wearing a gi. He wasn't just wearing a gi, David. And he had a sword. He had a samurai sword. That grown man was in a gi. national park carrying a samurai sword. In a gi. <laughs> Taking pictures with his newly pregnant wife. I mean, not newly pregnant, I guess. She's no, she's not newly pregnant. She's, she's pregnant almost at the end of pregnancy. Yeah, she's been pregnant for a minute. Um, yeah, but it was odd. I mean, to each their own. You, so do you, you do you. You do you, for sure. Like, that's our thing, for sure. You do you. But when you do silly stuff like that, don't you think you should get, um, like, somebody should notice that? Like, we noticed We that. noticed it. We noticed that. You know. Maybe that's why they were going at such a late hour. <laughs> so, so friends, um, please uh, play along here. As we, you know, last thing here, I have a song. Yeah. So, Brian, and, and feel free to jump in, too. So, we, we like to play a song game where we read each other lyrics to songs. But the song has to be like a jam-type song. Like, you no, heard it. Doesn't. it. Yeah, you heard it on the radio like a billion times. Um, when you when you listen to it, it starts like you just start singing along, and you don't know how you're singing along, but you just start singing along. So yeah, like a, a it doesn't a, have to be a jam song, just something that is easily recognizable. Well, it's so you sing along with it. Okay, a sing-along. Well, it's more like you know the lyric. You know the words to the song. You don't know how you know the words to the song. Like, how how am I singing this right now? Uh, okay. Okay, so I got one for you. Okay. One, two, tell me what you got. Let me slip my quarters inside your slot and hit the pot and hit the jackpot. Rev me up, rev me up, my little buttercup. This thing, tug sheets snuggle up and get stuck. Believe it or not, here comes the brother with glow. A struggling, bubbling, overweight, lover hurt prone. It's what it's going to be, me or the TV. I have nothing. Brian, anything? <laughs> uh, it sounds like... Uh... Probably like a bad Johnny Cash album. <laughs> it's it was a super song. Like I thought the uh, I thought hundred percent nothing. I thought the rev me up, rev me up, little Buttercup would give it away. Like that's a dead Jerry giveaway. Jerry Lee Lewis. No. No, that's a little bit too that, old. For that's David. too young or too old. He doesn't go past I do like the mid eighties. Yeah. Yeah. This is like mid nineties, like nine nineteen ninety three, nineteen ninety four. I would assume. I got nothing. Maybe a little bit. Maybe 1990. Doesn't matter. Okay. Nothing at all. N- zero. Do you want me to read any more? Do you want me to read the I verse? mean, sure. Keep going. Yeah. Do you want me to read the rest? That's not even through the first verse. 
Now Red let, hot chili peppers? No. No. Uh, now, okay. now let me take time to set your mind and your body free. Now, so why don't you just stretch, stretch for a second. Played stretch so I could cop a quick wreck. Shake me, shake me, baby, baby, bake me. No need to fake here. Come on, take me. Wind your body. Baby, move your body. I see you slip sliding. Come on now, do it, hottie. I'm not quite sure as to what is going down, but I'm feeling hunky-dory about this thing that I found. Okay, so whatever this is, did your mother own the album? Yeah, I own the album. Okay, that's why I don't know what it is. Yeah, if but you, if this is your mom's music, <laughs> no, I'm it's not. not. Gonna... It's everybody's music. Now that we have found love, what are we gonna do with it? Now that we have found love, what are we going to do? It's Heavy D. I don't with, know who that is. You never heard of Heavy D? Heavy D and the boys. Now the that boys. we found love, what are we gonna do? Okay, no, I recognize that. <laughs> With it, <laughs> really? Rev me up, rev me up, little buttercup. You don't no, remember that? I'm sorry. <laughs> that I, was like a... I recognize that. <laughs> that was a classic '90s jam. I mean, you heard it on the radio all the time. It came not on the radio all the time. It came I on heard the radio. it on the radio, but I don't know that I would say all the time. It came on the radio. What year was that? What year was that song? I like. I have to look it up. What year it was? It had to be like my guess is 1994. Would be my yeah, guess. I was probably changing diapers. That <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I like my. I thought this would be a good one for you because of the the three eleven. I was like, oh, he's got to be like right there in that genre, you know. Um, so I think I swung and a miss, swing and a miss on this one. Nineteen ninety one. Nineteen ninety one. I was way off. N- no, you were just a little bit off, but yeah, I. Yeah. I wasn't going to recognize that. Now that we found I mean, love. you probably could have just straight read the chorus for me, and I probably still wouldn't have. There's it. probably millions of people right now. I know, yelling Thousands. at me. Dare I say hundreds of people. Maybe tens of <laughs> Ten, people. Tens of people <laughs> screaming at Yelling at Rachel. Oh, my god! How do you not know this? <laughs> There's like three people yelling right now. I know one of them. Yes, friend. I know you're yelling at me. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you, friend, so much for finding us and hanging out with us. We're so grateful. Um, Thank you. Thank you, Brian. uh, Brian, uh, thank you for hanging out with us, bud. Be Ryan. It's been a blast. Thank you for having me. Yeah, at Omaha at Omaha underscore styly underscore. Please uh, follow him. Like all his stuff. Um, Great dude. Check him out. Check him out. Thank you. Thank you for hanging He's out. He's a with very me. happy, positive guy, and that's yeah. what I appreciate. <laughs> for sure. For sure. Um, <laughs> thank you to everyone listening. Uh, please rate, review, subscribe anywhere you download podcasts. Please find us uh, iTunes, Google Play, Spotify. Um, you, If you have a place where you download podcasts and we're not there, please let us know and we'll gladly put us, we'll gladly put ourselves there. <laughs> I put just, myself anywhere. Yeah, uh, just for you, just for you. And uh, yeah, please always write the show. Um, we'd love to hear anything. And um, 
Yeah, we want to know entry points and, and, and any kind of stories about the band we want to hear. Um, please. Uh, but in, we in, want to know why you like the Dave Matthews band. <laughs> yes, we want to hear. We want to hear. We want to hear and we want to share, for sure. This is this is a podcast about all of us. Um, yeah, so I, um, if you are listening right now and this is your first time, thank you. Um, we definitely appreciate you hanging out with us. Um, please try three of them. There's, uh, like, go scan through. There's three episodes in there somewhere. Um, uh, and find a quirky episode and, and listen to it, I promise. But after three of them, we'll, we'll have it right for you. We'll get it right for we'll you. We'll grow on you. We'll grow on you a little bit, I hope. And and, and friends tell friends. There's no other better... Um, promotion or whatever no other better uh word of mouth yeah word of mouth that's a that helps us out so much we want to grow our audience we want to expand um we want to be better and um nothing helps us grow more than and friends tell friends um i'd like to take a moment and say thank you thank you to uh brian for hanging out with us at omaha underscore styly uh underscore uh thank you to team music team sound team tech for doing all the things that you do so we can do the things that we do and um thank you for to R for being mean at me. Uh, thank you for understanding that I work all day mm-hmm. to make this house functionable. <laughs> beautiful, beautiful. Um, and with that being said, we love all our friends. And that means you. And we hope you enjoy our podcast too. Don't believe anything we say. We're all bullshit today. Because we'll do us. And you do you. Love you. Good night.